following is a presentation of KSL Sports. Hello, Cougar Nation. Hand off middle. First down. Touchdown! And listen to the Cougar Nation. Every Monday night, we break down the Cougars' last game, the coaches and players, and look ahead to next week. Here's BYU insider Mitch Harper and Matt Biamonte on Utah's legacy home of the Cougars. KSL News Radio. BYU football is about to embark on a new era, a power conference era in the Big 12. It's only fitting that we launch a new era here on KSL. Welcome in to Cougar Nation, your weekly look into BYU football. As you heard, I'm your BYU insider for KSL Sports, Mitch Harper. Joining me is my Cougar Sports Saturday co-host, Matt Biamonte. This is going to be a lot of fun, Matt's enjoying this new era of Cougar football here on Cougar Nation. All season long, we'll be joining you every Monday night, 6 to 7. You know what it means? The fact that we're debuting the show right here and right now is that football is right around the corner. And for this BYU football program, Mitch, there's been a lot of change since the last time they stepped foot on the gridiron. Expectations are low for this team heading into their first year in the Big 12 Conference, predicted to finish 11th in the preseason media poll But the great thing is, Matt, is there's opportunities to play spoiler. BYU's been waiting for this stage for so long. You think back to the days when Lavelle Edwards first took the sidelines in 1972. The last five decades, BYU football has been waiting for this moment. And it's finally here. And there's going to be a lot of new faces, as you noted. New defensive staff led by Jay Hill. He brings in Kelly Papinga, Sione Bauha, former Utah star, former BYU linebacker Justin Enna, coaching the linebackers, then General Guilford is retained on the cornerbacks. But no new face is more notable than Cougar Nation's starting quarterback, that being Keaton Slovis. You know, all these plays and all these things we do, for the most part, stuff I've run. It's nothing new. I mean, the stuff that is new is just slight variations of stuff I've already done. So I feel like I've been here for a lot longer than I have. A lot, you know, thanks in part to Coach A-Rod calling plays I'm familiar with, you know, and, and really I don't think there's any plays that aren't. Slovis comes in from USC and Pitt and He's going to be your QB1 for this BYU football team in 2023. And Matt, I think now as we open up this show, we got to get into our takeaways from what we've learned in fall camp. Cougar Nation, takeaways. Mitch and Matt analyze BYU's last week of practice and BYU's prep for opening night. We'll do this all season long, Cougar Nation, giving you our takeaways at the top of the show. No football games being played yet, but we have been down at BYU Fall Camp all throughout the month of August. So we got some takeaways as camp concludes tomorrow. So preparation for Sam Houston is basically underway at this point for BYU football. Camp in the rearview mirror. Here's my first takeaway, Mitch. And there's a there's a lot of takeaways to be had. But, man, this running back room is fantastic for BYU. I've loved what I've seen. You've got Aiden Robbins. RB1, the transfer from UNLV, he looks dynamic, especially in short-yarded situations. You bring back Falau Rupati, who has a nice shiftiness to him. Deion Smith has provided a burst. He looks to be someone who can contribute. And then Aaron Roderick has mentioned true freshman LJ Martin as a guy who's going to play this year. So this running back room is deep. They're going to be relied upon. And I've been really impressed with what they have. Uh, Harvey Unga and that offensive staff have done a nice job of filling the cupboard with a lot of talent. It might be crazy to say, but BYU in the Kalani Satake era has been kind of like a running back you. Jamal Williams, Tyson Williams, Chris Brooks is having success in the NFL right now with the Dolphins. Aiden Robbins looks to be 
that next star for BYU. But as you noted, there's a lot of options for BYU at the running back unit. I've also been impressed with Keaton Slovis, who you heard. He feels completely comfortable with this offense. I'll admit, Matt, when BYU got him, I thought, is BYU getting a broken quarterback, a quarterback that's on his third team in three years? He had poor stats last year at Pitt. But it does feel like him being paired up with Aaron Roderick in this offense that's produced NFL QBs and Zach Wilson and Jaron Hall, Keaton Slovis feels very comfortable. And he's embraced BYU uh, to the tune where you almost feel like he's been a BYU guy for years. Yeah. He's even attended church with some of his teammates. This Keaton Slovis has been very impressive, and his arm talent has been impressive in camp. I'm curious to see how it translates to games in the fall, but early returns on Slovis have been very impressive. And he's got to be good for this BOU team to have any chance at getting to a bowl game, which is how I would define this inaugural season as being a success. So we want to hear from you, Cougar Nation. What does this team need to do in 2023 to have a successful season? There's a couple ways you can interact with the show. You can text us, 57500. You can tweet us, Mitch underscore Harper at Biamonte Matt, and for the first time since you and I have been here talking BOU football, you can call us, 801-575-TALK, 801-575-8255. We want to hear from you. What does this team need to do to have a successful season, Cougar Nation? Let us know.